the simplicity of the kawaii culture. Simple lines, flat colors, uh, able to reach everyone wherever. So the simplicity will allow them to reflect themselves in the characters. Why are Nike's Chunky Dunky sneakers selling for $6,000 on eBay? How did Mickey Mouse find his way onto a face mask? Exactly how did all that Stranger Things gear land into my shopping cart? We explore what makes you click buy on the products that stand out above the rest, thanks to a little thing called brand licensing. Welcome to The Licensing Mixtape, a podcast by License Global. Hello and welcome to The Licensing Mixtape. I'm Ben Roberts, content editor for Amir of License Global, and today I'm going to be talking with someone very much in the know about character creation. Without further ado, let me introduce our guest. She is Sylvia Fagini, Chief Operating Officer for Amir and Worldwide Mr. Men of San Marino. Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning to you and good morning to everyone. So talk to us about San Marino. Obviously, a lot of our listeners will know San Marino from Hello Kitty, from Mr. Men and Little Miss, but a brand shouldn't be defined by its titles. Give us a little bit of the history of San Marino and where did it come from and what's made it such a powerhouse? Yeah, so this, uh, this is very interesting. I'm quite new in San Marino because I joined the company December last year, so I'm still a uh, uh, you know, new in those world, but uh, the more I know the story of Surreal, the more I'm fascinated. Actually, Surreal was founded in the, in the 60s by Shintaro Tsushi, and the Tsushi family is still leading the company that now is a multinational company with 10 local offices plus our headquarters in Japan. Everything is based on uh, the kawaii, you know, culture that is the culture of cuteness in Japan. So our motto is a small gift for a big smile. So our goal and the goal of Shintaro Tsushi at the time was to bring happiness with little things for all people around the world across ages and genders. So it's, it's a very strong value. And to do that, they have used very simple characters that we can speak more about the creativity, but that fully represent the simplicity of the kawaii culture. So simple line, flat colors, able to reach everyone wherever. And most of all, to give them space to dream. So the simplicity will allow them to see whatever they want behind them and to reflect themselves in, in the characters. So this is quite fascinating. And we have realized that it works across the world. So everything started in Japan. But something I love of this company is uh, the flexibility and the respect and the kind of relationship we love to create with our business partners. They are licenses, but for us, we always try to go beyond a simple, a simple licensing contract. We try to be with them partners in success, but also in the moment of difficulties as we had to face in this uh, in the latest months. See, that is one of the most impressive things about Semrio. It has this real authentic backstory to it. It's got a history of, as you say, values of just wanting to bring happiness. One of the things I really get from Semrio and the characters, uh, maybe in the either the Hello Kitty range or Mr. Men range, a range that I was brought up with, is that there is a reflection of certain attitudes. So you've got Agretsuko, you've got Gudetama. There's a character for everyone, which is very, very cool. So let's talk about character creation. We'll move to licensing shortly. But you've got some of the most recognizable characters on the market. Hello Kitty, for instance, you know, what makes a good global multi-generational character? Because these aren't just for kids. It's not just kawaii for kids. It's everyone. Absolutely. It's for everyone. And actually, everything started with Hello Kitty 45 years ago. 
And but now the portfolio of character is composed by four, 450 characters. So actually there is a really, really one for everyone. And if you speak about Mr. Man, that are over 90 characters. So um, from a concept standpoint, I would say simplicity, cuteness, uh, capability to reach everyone, uh, uh, but also strong personalities. And something that I think is very unique is also their attitude to take position, to say what they think about the real world in their way, with their tones, speaking about the values they represent. Uh, but through our social media, we are present as many others in through all the key social media. But our characters live in our world. They say what they think about what is going on. So, for example, we have been testimonial in many, um, you know, activities to teach the kids how to cope with this COVID situation, how to behave, which but not just uh, wash your hands, but also trust your friends, stay with them, connect with them. Use the power of your heart. That's are the kind of messages that uh, all our characters uh, like like to show to the fans, and I think this is what is is make them really unique in the uh, in the landscape of uh, the the character licensing business. From a creative standpoint, design standpoint, um, simple design, clean lines, flat colors. Uh, that are very trendy if you if you think about so essential elements and this is the secret because Hello Kitty was born as a fashion icon and we still work to keep this strong positioning we work with a high-end company in fashion we have recently done a collection for Balenciaga for bags for Balenciaga and it was on the men catwalk show you can imagine and and we have worked with uh, uh, GCGDS, uh, we are work uh, with, I would say, um, with Tune in Italy. So we have worked with the major, very high-end company, but at the same time, we are also working with company that are key player in the mass market. And Furla, for example, is another name that it's uh, speaking about fishing. It's, it's very important. So we are always focusing to reach all our targets. Our natural first uh, target are adults and young adults uh, because it's, uh, it's coming from, there is a sort of nostalgia also, I would say, because it's, it's always been there. And another unique element of our character that they are not related to or strictly connected to a one-off event like a movie, but they are more connected to the um, word of mouth of the people of the generation and the love that, that everyone recognized our characters in Asia more than everywhere else. But Hello Kitty, I would say they have she has a recognizability of 99% across the world. So it's it's quite unique. So there is long lasting emotional connection that uh, we try to protect uh, in any possible way. I think the long lasting emotional connection is a real key element uh, to characters as a whole. It's Definitely a key element to San Rio. You've got, uh, was it Jimmy Paul uh, fashion with Hello Kitty, all the yes, way exactly. to all the way to uh, rice cookers and CD holders and everything. In terms of licensing itself, because you work across apparel, you work across publishing, toys, everything. everything. What is it that these fans and these kawaii fans, or just consumers in general, love about this kind of character culture? I think they love. Uh the fact that uh, they are part of that so it's they are it's not a top-down uh, you know message we give them 
we are simply part of the friends. You know, they they recognize themselves in every character, and we have very strong and special characters. You mentioned Agrizuko. Agrizuko, it's uh, uh, it's not a kid. Is a, a young woman is a bit uh, you know under pressure at work, and he loved to distress uh, having a very strong rock karaoke in the night. Not the typical character for kids. So we are not scared of taking position and speak about the real world and the real frustration of all generation across the years. And this is, I would say, is very actual. It's uh, is very updated. Uh, in the same way, and this is the thing is what they love. You mentioned also Mr. Man, that is a property that is extremely well known in, uh, in France, in UK, in the English speaking countries, but is going to be expanded in across the world because we are opening up licensing everywhere. And, uh, you know, in France, as you know, is the number one IP for, for preschoolers. And we have up to now already published 250 million books around the world. So there is a strong history behind. But, you know, I think that what the fans love is that we allow also our licensees uh, to create the products uh, that they believe could be the right for the industry. So we have we have rules, we have a strong brand management, but we have a few solid rules, but a lot of trust in our licenses. So we trust in their knowledge of the market, we trust in their knowledge of the of uh, you know their consumers. And this is the reason why I would say the products you will see featuring uh, Mr. Man or all some real characters are always very unique. And let me say also quite updated and sometimes, you know, um, different from everything you can find in the traditional licensing business. Because uh, we are different. We would like to be close to our consumers and, and speak exactly uh, with their needs. So what they are looking for. You mentioned earlier that there was certain campaigns of teaching kids to wash their hands through the characters. And I've read a number of reports in my time where it's become quite clear that people, not just kids, trust characters far more than they trust celebrities or people. There was an actual report based on a character like Wolverine. Do you trust Wolverine over whomever? And it was an 80% win. So you've got these characters helping kids learn to wash their hands, learn about hygiene, connecting with friends, and actually having positive social impact. How else have you adapted your strategy to deal with the COVID-19 impact? You mentioned bringing Mr. Men into different territories. How are you working at the moment? COVID, as you know, has impacted all markets, all distribution channels, uh, and all our business partners. So I think the first thing we have done is to be next to our, or very close to our partners. And instead of giving one rule fix all, working with them to create a doc solution to, to answer to their needs, you know, financially, you know, contractually, product wise, everything, but not giving, okay, guys, this is the rule. Let's work with this from Australia to the UK. No, the infection uh, impacted the countries in a different way, in different moments. Uh, uh, the size of the company was important. Everyone was in, they, they suffer in a different way. So we try to be real, to do exactly what we, we are saying. And I, I think that for Sanrio, this is very important to be loyal and to be consistent in our 
you know, behave across the good moments and the bad moments. So we have worked very close with them. We have made a lot of investment in co-marketing initiatives uh, with our key partners supporting, uh, you know, maybe in uh, using part of the products that was unsold for charity initiatives, but being even financially part of these initiatives to to get the best to go together through the through the storm. The second part was to focus on uh, the industries uh, or uh, the part of the business that uh, uh, perform in the best way. That was digital, uh, digital and e-commerce. In digital, we already have a very strong position and is uh, is part of our strategy to be bigger and bigger and bigger in a, in a very short time. Twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two will be key years for that. We already have, we have already activated uh, um, omni-channel experience in the virtual world. Uh, we have recently launched, uh, you know, activity with Second Life uh, and Sansar, where we have a virtual shop where our fans can buy virtual items, but they can also receive the real, the actual items for their for themselves through the e-commerce. So we are also working with the key players in the digital world. We have collaboration with Nintendo for Animal Crossing in game, for example, but also for DS uh, themes. We mentioned e-commerce. Clearly, we all our key partners, and very soon, uh, as we said, we are focusing on the adult target, but we are now strongly entering also in the kids' business. We have just... Uh, uh, we are going to launch in 2021 uh, one of the, I would say, biggest collaboration with uh, one of the main toy partners in the world. So uh, the Sanrio character will be in, uh, in in the house of all kids uh, through toys from 2021. Uh, e-commerce, as we said, we are play, we are working with uh, key players that have a strong presence in e-commerce, but we have also just opened our, our own e-commerce that is called Sanrio Webshop. Uh, that is quite unique. Basically, we will distribute four different collection, exclusive collection uh, that will include personalized products. So products on demand to make even more, uh, you know, personal and exclusive. We will also work with artists and influencers that will turn in uh, in the collaboration with us to create uh, special products across the year. So everything will be unique, not just for the kind of products, personalized, but also specially created through the collaboration with these artists that are not just, uh, you know, the typical designer, but as I told you, YouTubers or influencers. Again, strengthen the connection with our consumers in this different situation. We are, you know, Hello Kitty, as you know, is collaborating with the United Nations institutionally. And this is something that for us is very important. And we, we love to collaborate with, uh, with this kind of association to to support because uh, because there is a consistency in terms of values and objectives between what we do, even if we are a commercial company, of course. But on that side, we think that uh, uh, everything starts from the values and the, the message we would like to give to to our consumers. What are your plans for 2021? You've you've explained uh, some of the product launches that you're going to be doing, but what are you seeing happening in the market as a whole? So you've touched on digital uh, with things like Second Life and bringing properties to people in new and interesting ways. What do you see doing well? And probably more importantly, what do you see taking a dip in 2021? Very difficult to make a prediction because, uh, you know, as you know, the situation is changing uh, in this moment in time. 
And uh, Europe, uh, by definition, is uh, uh, composed by countries that are a complete different stage of evolution of, uh, unfortunately, of COVID, but also from an economic standpoint. So there is, is a matrix of elements you have to take into consideration. But generally speaking, we strongly believe that we will focus on our core business. So speak with our consumers, keep the positioning of our of our brands as iconic brands, keep going in investing in marketing, very high quality content development for our partners, strength even further the collaboration with the key players in the market, supporting them in, in managing the distribution channel, setting important activities with retailers. Retailers are there. They are not, uh, and I don't believe they will disappear from the world. They are facing a difficult moment, but they are still an important distribution channel. So very strong focus on e-commerce, grow on digital, must to have, but we will never forget the collaboration and all the activity we have at retail across all targets. In addition to that, we are further stretch our business. We have recently opened an area in the very first park in, in Europe that is Dream Island in, in, in Russia, is the first indoor park in the world. Is a licensing business, but it's something new that I think it's, uh, has never been done by Sanrio, if not in Japan with, with Puraland and our park. So leveraging our experience, we have licensed our experience to, to a licensing and having this, uh, this kind of activities. In addition, we are opening up what we call space licensing that are cafe and restaurant themes with, uh, you know, with our characters. And now they are present everywhere sometimes are temporary in order to change the characters and to turn and to again it's always a matter of experience so sometimes will be you will have the good time of breakfast and the day after you can have the allocated dinner so that's the idea and to create and to is a moment not in what you will see that is not just for kids you know there are lot of teenagers and lots of families there that love to do that another important thing is collaboration with other brands we have to be relevant we have to stay top of mind in this difficult moment uh, no matter what is going to happen, I really hope that beginning Q1 2021, we could start seeing a full restart to the new normal. In that case, I think we have uh, to give again visibility to the brands, but also collaborating to other brands that are consistent and complementary to our brands. We have just done a collaboration with Chupa Chup, for example, um, and with many others will come. I cannot spoil anything, but something new you will see in the marketplace in 2021. Then focus on events, Olympic Games 2021 in Tokyo. So what better than uh, the surreal character can work to to be the, I cannot say ambassador, but can be part of the licensing of the Olympic Games. We are used to work with uh, sport. Sport is uh, values of sport live uh, perfectly well side by side. So we have done collaboration with the Liverpool, for example, we have done, you know, and with many other soccer teams. So I would say we will try to focus on our core expand the digital without forgetting our roots you know and our traditional business as well in trying to stretch in a new initiative like theme parks and and space licensing that's amazing um so that is one thing i love about Samrio, and it's one thing i love about characters is that they're so versatile so you have these sports collaborations which you alluded to you've got liverpool football club you've got the olympics and 
in your mind you you can't picture it but then you see the products and they're perfect and then you see the collaborations and they work so well even the chopper chops um collaboration it works so well and it works across markets and i think there's a lot of consumer behavior behind that so you know we go back to how people resonate with characters but what consumer behaviors are you seeing for 2021 you said there was a lot of uh, retail focus which is super important um the experience side of things is going to be important what kind of trends are you seeing um official unofficial which leans towards you know what people are going to want to do in 2021 because we're seeing a lot of people saying we do want the experiences we want the reasons to leave the house um is that going to be the whole the new normal as you say i am expecting that the people would like to see something very simple would like to have the same experience wherever they go can be online can be you know physical to retailer can be on any single platform they expect that you have uh, you know something more that a simple click through and buy in experience they would like to do something more we have to be flexible i think flexibility and connection with uh, the players of the market will be essential i'm expecting the retailer to change a lot in the real in the near future they they are already resetting themselves uh, you know in uh, even in the uh, the setting of the shops, things will change in this direction. I'm not expecting a dramatic change because basically I think it will be very difficult that the people will forget all the past uh, just for lockdown. I think that we will not forget what we went through, but we are all looking forward for a bit of normality. And um, especially in Europe, uh, where we are used to live uh, outside as much as we can, uh, I think that uh, this experience is important. I'm expecting that the consumer would like to see very good quality. They will look for quality for money. They would like to get the the right price point of what they buy. They will be more essential in the selection. Probably they will will be less superficial. They will be more... uh, and this is the reason why I think our characters will resonate a lot because uh, they deliver a message and the message is very clear in everything they do. And they are not related to, again, just to events. It's not something that will happen and in uh, six months will be completely forgotten. You know, it will remain. It will remain because uh, this is a mystery behind that goes uh, across generations. And on top of that, I think it would be very important, and we are working on that, to, to refresh constantly and to reach our portfolio. Mr. Man, for example, as you know, we are creating new characters, and we will keep going in doing that because uh, the people are changing, so the character have to follow it. So from uh, Mr. Smile, uh, Little Miss Sunshine, you know, we will have something more update uh, and uh, listening also to our consumers. We have done, for example, contests to select uh, and to create new characters in uh, across the world. And these four characters will come to life very soon. So new storytelling, but again, listening consumers uh, and, uh, and make them happy. Perfect. Uh, unfortunately, that's all we've got time for today. Sylvia, thank you so much thank for you. joining thank us. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure to learn all about how you work, what you're working on and how these characters work at the core of it. So thank you for joining us. Thank you very much and stay tuned. A lot to see in 2021. In our next episode, we are going to be looking at the influentials as License Global takes on the biggest brands of the decade. In the meantime, be sure to join us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes and more. That's all from us today. Thanks for listening.
As always, the License Global team wants to hear from you. Get in touch with us at news at licenseglobal.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook to leave your thoughts or just to stay in the loop with the latest news. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow us on whichever platform you found us on and we'll be hard at work bringing you more episodes of the Licensing Mixtape. Until then, we'll catch you next time.